allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Sovereign Minds, once again, uh, it's Monday. <laughs> again, we're doing our second uh, half of the podcast here. It's uh, January 31st, uh, uh, 2022. Uh, we're brought to you by Mountaintop Media once again. And you can go to mountaintopmedia.com uh, and you will get right in there. And uh, that's going to be the mothership uh, where all of the podcasts are now uh, stationed. So that you can get to any of the podcasts. I believe we're up to 25. This uh, is probably 26 and 27, I think, but I'm not positive. But mm, Yeah, right in there, 24, 25, yeah. Yeah, I have to look. But uh, but uh, mountaintopmedia.com, you type that in and you should be able to go right to Mountaintop Media. The podcasts are there. You got Jefferson State of Mind. You got the Red, White, and Blueprint, uh, uh, I believe, or uh, not, uh, not uh, the, uh, uh, it's the, uh, gosh darn, I'm drawing Patriot. Them. Patriot uh, State of Mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. I couldn't get that. Uh, rest I'm of totally it. drawing a blank there for a second. Patriot State of Mind, Jefferson State of Mind, uh, Mine with an uh, uh, M I N E, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then there's uh, Sovereign Minds with a D S. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we want you to. Um, uh, we want to welcome you to the show again. And uh, we want to make sure that you guys understand that uh, by helping us, uh, by sharing and liking and and uh, hitting the uh, notification button, smashing them, right. uh, it, it, it helps get that out there um, and gets the algorithms going so that we get more views, which, which is what we need uh, to get this information out mm -hmm. there. Uh, we are on Spotify, Rumble, Apple to, uh, I, uh, iPod. Uh, all over the place. Yeah, we're all over. If you can't find us on YouTube, just go to Mountaintop or one of the other platforms. Yeah, because they're, they're deep they don't always, Yeah, They always uh, don't always show what we are talking about. They are deplatforming anybody who's yeah. telling the truth is what it comes down to. I mean, we have some big names that they've deplatformed. You got Bon Bongino, you know, you, uh, which was, uh, and then you got, uh, they tried to deplatform Rogan, which was, I thought was really super funny because, uh, you know, uh, he, uh, Neil Young was so woke that he uh, he canceled himself. And uh, so there's a bunch of other things right. that happened there, too. Uh, and, and if you want to be a sponsor, we can arrange that, too, where we can uh, get the information out about your company on our platform yes. with our podcast. We'd be more than happy to. Or you can send a donation. We are a 501c3 approved by the IRS, and the donations are all tax deductible. Uh, put uh, media in the reference line so we know where to go uh, with the uh, the donations. And 
Uh, I guess uh, that's probably all we need to do. Hit the share button and so forth. You can call 530-221-0101 or send the, uh, a check to... Uh, 14421 Old Oregon Trail, Suite B, Redding, California, 96003. All right, very good. So let's key up our uh, first... Uh, we always do a little bit of a musical intro. And, you know, this is Joe by Five Times uh, August. And I'll tell you what, I've become a big fan of... Uh, Five times August. I think this guy's great. And uh, this is an earlier one, but I keep running across more and more of his material. And I think he has a new album out. But uh, this uh, this just says it all, I think. Uh, and uh, you can start it. Uh, at, at, uh, you go ahead and start it at the beginning. It's only 11 seconds that I put off there. But start it at the beginning because it, uh, it kind of says what's going on here. Go ahead and uh, hit the play button and let's uh, watch uh, Joe by five times uh, August. Here we go. I just have one thing to say. Hang on here. <laughs> Afghanistan debacle. Holy crap. Yeah. I want to talk about the 81 million votes a little bit before we move on. And, you know, every oh, he got 81 million votes because he's the most popular president in the history of the country. Yeah. Now, I don't believe it for a second. 
And anybody with common sense, in my opinion, doesn't believe it for a second. Yeah. They've covered up. They've they've hid. They've they've coerced. They've done everything they can. The media has blackballed any uh, references to election fraud and anything to do with the uh, uh, Trump. So that's why you got so many people looking into the elections, right? Back then, absolutely. Yeah. And they changed all the rules because of the pandemic as well. Uh, you know, but but here's the thing. If you, I would highly recommend that you watch uh, the Joe Rogan show, uh, episode seventeen sixty eight with Do- uh, Dr. Robert Epstein. And after he explains how Google works and how they shifted everything, how they use the information, how they use the information, everything you do on Google, and how they can rig elections with that, it okay. doesn't even matter if the vote was rigged. They rigged the election through the big tech by cutting people off, by censoring people. They took the Twitter away, you know, the, the Twitter away from uh, from uh, uh, a sitting president. And then, you know, uh, the media doesn't report Hunter Biden's laptop. I mean, they rigged the election no matter how you slice the pie. What do you believe you got the 80 million votes or not? <coughs> right. So that's the thing that you got to take away from that. And I'll tell you what, I just. And, well, like, you got to wonder when they're, you know, so quick to say, oh, no, there was no fraud and blah, blah, you know, slamming us for wanting to look into it. Well, what are you afraid of? Let, if there's nothing going on, then what's the big deal about people doing an audit on the election? Let's key up the bombshell one. Uh, with Bill Gates, and we're only going to play a couple of minutes of that before we get to the Bongino thing. But key that one up, and we do, by the way, have a special guest with us uh, holding over, uh, Robert uh, Richard Gallardo. Still here. Uh, I don't Nobody's know kicked me out yet. <laughs> We've, I've known Rich well, for a long time. Actually, he was a client before we even. Uh, uh, it's uh, interesting. I don't remember him. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> but go ahead and play this and i want to just illustrate there's a couple of things that he talks about here but i want to illustrate who's controlling the media outlets and and why is bill gates given like 319 million dollars to media outlets go ahead and play it released documents it was recently revealed that bill gates as well as his foundation has given over 319 million dollars to hundreds of media outlets including cnn nbc npr pbs as well as the atlantic meanwhile Just yesterday, the European Union equivalent to our FDA, they expressed serious concerns over the effect that repeated booster shots have on a person's immune system. And lastly, according to new emails which have just surfaced, they suggest that the Biden administration's Department of Education, they might have actually played a very important role in the creation of that national school board letter which compared parents to domestic terrorists. Let's go through it all together. Wow. This is the Epoch Times uh, with Roman. This is your daily facts matter update, and I'm your host, Roman, from the Epoch Times. And now let's begin today's discussion by talking about Bill Gates. And to start with, you might not know this, but right now in America, there are a total of six corporations which control approximately 90% of the media outlets in this country. Those companies, just for your reference, they're Comcast, Disney, CBS, Viacom, News Corp, as well as AT&T. And what this means is that when you dig into the ownership structure of many of the mainstream news outlets in this country, you find that almost all of them are owned by at least one of these six corporations. However, some members of the ultra-wealthy in this country, they have been using various strategies to either buy news outlets outright or to quietly donate millions of dollars in order to potentially get more favorable coverage. And so in terms of an example of someone who bought a media company outright, well, there's, of course, Jeff Bezos, who purchased the Washington Post back in 2013. And ever since he did, 
Well, we've had many interesting little episodes, like this one here, where the Washington Post published what can easily be described as a hit piece against Elon Musk. Here's part of what that Washington Post article said. Quote, Elon Musk says he is stretched too thin. Twice in a matter of days recently, the 49-year-old complained of what he called an insane work schedule, juggling responsibilities with his car company and aerospace firm and taking in torrents of information in wall-to-wall meetings. Musk, they say, is drowning in outside commitments like his aerospace company and other endeavors while letting quality and strategy at Tesla fall victim. And there are familiar concerns. However, what's interesting to note here is that the Washington Post wrote that article just a month after Elon Musk briefly surpassed Jeff Bezos as the world's richest man with a net worth of about $185 billion. In fact, when the Washington Post was reaching out to Elon Musk to give them a comment for that article, Elon Musk simply wrote back saying this, give my regards to your puppet master, meaning Jeff Bezos. That's good now, enough right there. Many- but boy, I mean, yeah. that, there's a lot of stuff being illustrated in that small little clip of the control. The fact that Jeff Bezos runs a hit piece on Elon Musk that uh, is trying to obviously, uh, you know, undermine his business plan or his mm-hmm. business model, right. or, you know, get people to look with skepticism on uh, uh, Tesla and whatever else he's working on. But the the fact is that that's why we're not getting into media. Even if you look at the local level with, uh, you know, our local man gas guy, uh, you know, he uh, he doesn't report anything except what he's told. He's just a talking head. Again, you go back yep. to the six companies, basically. And they fall under that. Well, this know. is owned by Reuters, and then you've seen right, Reuters yeah. up there on, uh, you know, so yeah, they, they, they might even play a little bit of musical chairs on who owns what, but it's the same guys. Same. Yeah, exactly. You know? And uh, they, like he said, puppets. That, yeah. that, that's yeah. exactly what they are. It's nothing but puppets, and they just. Well, go and, right I along. Seen an ar- and I seen an article last week uh, where basically the super rich are selling us out to China through bribery. And so, so you, you layer after layer. It's all about the money. I think that I think uh, I think the the number one enemy in the United States, in my opinion, or the world, is is the uh, is the Federal Reserve system and who owns it. You know, and then you go to the economic forums. Or and, lack <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a few guys that are probably uh, uh, public enemy number one, but yeah. I think those guys are right there because that's the machine that is controlling right. everything. Uh, you know, in conjunction with the money that's going out, because all that money goes to China, all that money goes to Europe. You know, all of this this big money thing with the dollar, world reserve currency, and there's no into it. Right. There's no into it. Right. So. Uh, I want to uh, go ahead and, and... And what about the companies, or uh, I should say countries, that are getting where they don't even want to take American money? Well, we're not quite there yet, but it's coming because the money is being flooded worldwide right. through all these programs, this COVID thing, you know, I mean... Yeah, there's a combination of everything, but we've got the countries out there that are getting where they don't want nothing to do with it. That should, well, they they wake you up a little bit. They've folks. suffered the inflation more offshore than we have onshore, but that's starting to reverse yeah. because of the policies. I mean, when was the last time, you know, these guys are saying, "Oh gee, uh, we got to keep the economy afloat by giving everybody stimulus money, uh, yeah. everybody in the country?" Yeah. We're we're 32 trillion dollars in debt or 30 trillion whatever it is and let's just keep handing money out. 
With, there's not going to be any yeah, consequences. Give me my own money so I can pay myself so <clears throat> I can you got sti- cut my throat. You yeah, got, that sounds good. You got stimulus. You got right. the PPP. You got the all these giveaways to the business, right. all the COVID stuff, unemployment, you know, that they're giving more and more and more out to everybody who right. wants to show up. And people don't want to work. It's not like they go get unemployment and then go find a job. They yeah. get unemployment and they milk it because they're making more on unemployment than they're making at a job. Yeah. It's amazing right. that... And it's not taught in the schools, unfortunately. But so I'm teaching Finances? my son, yeah, e- economics yeah. 101. Yeah. So right, we're not backed by you know gold or anything that went out in the late '60s. But so we're basically backed by goods and services, right? Since then, right? Well, right, the, the GDP and all that, right? So, but now, yeah, there's a bunch of money being printed and digitized into the system, flooded into the system, which is now backed by fewer goods and services because of people not working. Which only exacerbates the hype. Well, it's right, it's, yeah. it's really only backed by the by the full faith and credit of the government at this point. Right, I, I it's get just that. by a promise. It's a promise to tangibly goods and services. There's, yeah, there's really nothing behind it because they're right. buying up all the goods and services. And if yeah. you look at the economy right now, it's tanking so bad. There's not even goods and services behind right. it anymore. So so we're it's got nothing zilch. The definition <laughs> of inflation is, is 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 increasing the supply of money. That's been the definition forever. But we've got a fiat currency. It was actually seventy one under Nixon that took yeah. us off the gold standard. Mm-hmm. But the the thing is that. That uh, where we're headed now is they are just they are just ty- typing digits into a computer, yeah. and 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 producing this endless supply of cash and the balance sheet. You know they're talking about tapering. If they stop doing this, everything collapses. Yeah. You know, but yeah, they're talking about raising the interest rate too. Well, and, and you know everybody's yeah. everybody's looking at the at the uh, stock market when you should be looking at the treasury bond market. The treasury bond market is where this is going to collapse. Right now, the stock market is just being propped up, up and down, up and down. It's all volatile, but they just keep shoving money into it. But as soon as the 10-year yield starts to go through the roof, then it's going to collapse. And that could last another six months, a year, two months, two weeks. I don't know. Uh, But that's what's going on is that this money printing has a really bad end at the end of the day for our economy. They're trying to tell us that our economy is doing better. Has anybody with a brain looked around? And I just heard yesterday that they're predicting like within six months, oil, a barrel of oil is going to be like $150. Do you realize what happens with commodities? Yeah, you you know what's going to happen. But hasn't the Treasury been infusing money into the stock? market for well over a decade well, through, now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, they even got caught a few weeks ago uh, uh, with insider trading from the Fed head, the, yeah. the, the Federal Reserve uh, yeah. uh, uh, chairmen right. and the board. But, yeah, but, but the stock market numbers, right? Isn't it the Treasury infusing money that's really kind of well, trying to... Well, this is what they're doing. They're, the they, were going, they were going through BlackRock, and it's called yeah. monetizing the debt. Yeah. They would just send a, you know, or, or not monetizing the debt, but a stock, uh, propping up the stock market by lending money at zero interest rate to BlackRock and they were buying stock. Yeah. Well, now they've been buying stock directly, which is basically just printing money and buying everything. So, you know, they're wow. buying everything under the sun. They're buying mm-hmm. through REITs, investment trust, property, yep. everything, and they're going to end up owning the world is where we're headed with this thing before it collapses. Yep. And so uh, there's, a, there's a real problem. And then they're monetizing the debt at the same time. Right. When they're monetizing the debt, basically it, they just keep borrowing. Uh, you know, when Biden says, hey, we need $6 trillion and it's not going to cost us anything, he's talking about the Fed just <laughs> digitizing $6 trillion and handing it to him on at little or no interest. Or, right. And if the interest starts to go up, the whole thing explodes. So we are just in a really bad spot. Now, what I want to do is I want to key up the next one 
with Dan Bongino, and it's number two on that. And let's start there because I think there's a plan here. And when you put it in conjunction with what we just talked about with the Fed, in conjunction with the uh, heads of uh, the uh, 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 yeah. is that? Yeah, I think Rice that's it. I commercial. think that's. A, I think it's a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that is. <laughs> I was writing the title. I was. Yeah, no, I think that's the right one. But uh, uh, anyway, so. Uh, you know, when you put this all together and you look at what's going on, you look at the plan, the Great Reset, I think this is all the same stuff by the same guys. This is a worldwide thing. These guys are trying to take over the world. And I know that just sounds absolutely freaking crazy. And they've been doing it for a while. Except it's documented in the World Economic Forum documents. It, it's all documented. This really right. puts the pieces it, together. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and play it. And let's, uh, Dan Bongino, he's got, he's got a lot of evidence here. I'm the Democrats have a crisis. The fix they propose always seems to attack our pillars of Western culture. Why do Democrats seem obsessed with tearing down things like family and religion? These are good things, right? Because it's all part of what they call the Great Reset. Folks, the left can't stand conservatives. They hate what we stand for. They hate that this country is built on, obje- built on objective truths. They hate that your big R, God-given rights, exist. But you already know that. The answer is, why do they hate these things? And it's found in what they call the Great Reset. It's because you are in their way. So what's the Great Reset? The World Economic Forum is a globalist organization of self-professed elites. The founder and chairman is Klaus Schwab, who literally wrote the book COVID-19, The Great Reset, and made it a focal point of his summit in Switzerland in 2020. You want to read up on The Great Reset? There's an entire page on their website dedicated to how they want to start over with year zero. But listen, don't take my word for it. We always bring receipts here. Here's Schwab singing the praises of communist President Xi Jinping of China at his summit last year. Polarization has created the age of disagreement, which threatens to derail humanity. Now we must come together to ensure that we capture the moment and move into the age of collaboration to build a better world. Mr. President, I believe this is the best time to reset our policies and to work jointly for a peaceful and prosperous world. So what does this have to do with Democrats? Because in order to reset the world, liberals must first get rid of the old one. And that's why they constantly attack religion and family. The real power struggle here, folks, is between objective truths and the absolute power of the state. The family and religion are competition for the state and the left. And there's nothing they hate more than competition and a meritocracy. Let's start with religion. For centuries, but especially in America, religion's been the bedrock of society. Here's Jordan Peterson explaining exactly that to Joe Rogan. Categories just just dissolve, especially fundamental ones, the culture is dissolving because the culture is a structure of category. Roughly speaking, we have a bedrock of agreement. Uh, That's the Bible, by the way. It's that the Bible is the precondition for the manifestation of truth, which makes it way more true than just true. It's a whole different kind of truth. In short, we get our objective truths from religion. 
That's competition for the state. So Democrats have to attack it at every opportunity. Again, they want to wipe out the competition. Christians, of all people, are supposed to be particularly worried about their neighbors. And this is also a really critical situation where if you're not vaccinated, you may be the one spreading this virus. A subset of Christians who support Trump who believe that God had a very specific call on his life. It's breeding this degree of fanaticism, this degree of religious fanaticism that I think could have real danger. Because let's face it, Republicans, this is not really the face that best reflects your party's values. This is. (laughs) (laughs) Remember back in 2012 when Democrats took a vote to reintroduce the word God in the language of their platform? It barely passed. Listen to the booze. The motion is adopted. And the platform has been amended, as shown on the screen. Thank you very much. Then there's the nuclear family. We all think it's a good thing, right? With religion? No, not for the left. This is a big hurdle for the Marxists to install the Great Reset. They got to get past that. Your kids? Well, they don't belong to you. They belong to the state, according to these Marxists. Here are just a couple of headlines to prove it. See at the Washington Post and CNN. An unlikely cause of our bitterness... (laughs) The nuclear family, these are real headlines. They can't stand this. It's in their way. You can see these headlines right there. The left is dedicated to using every possible means to tear our nuclear family apart. To do this, they create a divide between the children and their old and outdated parents so that the kids will voluntarily dissociate with their family values while the state's in complete control of their education. They hate competition. And once you see this, once you recognize it, you'll see it everywhere. You can't unsee it. It's in the BLM movement, the LGBTQ activist movement, education and politics. Progress. It's the reason that your grandparents' views are better not spoken in public. People who have been cast adrift by the breakdown of the nuclear family, they've lost touch with one or both parents, and they're sort of floating, and they come together and say, you know, we'll be a family together. A school in New York City defending itself after telling students not to say words like mom and dad. Apparently they think it could be offensive. Instead of mom and dad, say grown-ups, folks, or family. Yeah, I stopped the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. The Chicago's teachers union, the Chicago teachers union saying out loud, by the way, that your kids belong to them. We see it. It's right there. They're telling us who they are. Believe them. And here's Education Secretary Miguel Cardona echoing the World Economic Forum's talking points just days ago. We can't lose this moment. This chance for a reset in education by going back to the same pre-pandemic strategies that didn't address inequities. Listen, I get it. There are skeptics who could possibly doubt what I'm telling you is true, despite the evidence being everywhere. So how do I know we're right here? I just listen to the left, especially when they tell us, as I just said, exactly what they're doing and what they're going to do. They are who we think they are like using the pandemic to take your freedoms so that the state can be in charge of giving those said freedoms back to you. 
and we have a very narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status. Because otherwise, if everything is reopened, then what's the carrot going to be? How are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine? So that's why I think the CDC and the Biden administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say, if you're vaccinated, you can do all these things. Here are all these freedoms that you have. You, you catch it? Did you catch it? She says the state grants our freedoms, you know, not by God or anything like that. This is a state thing, is it? But listen, it's not all bad news. Here's one of the so-called elites themselves at the World Economic Forum a couple of months ago, admitting that most people just don't trust them. The good news is the elite across the world trust each other more and more. So we can come together and design and do beautiful things together. The bad news is that in every single country they were polling, the majority of people trusted that elite less. Folks, you know how to tell when conservatives are right over the target with the Great Reset, Year Zero, this war on family and religion? Well, the left, they send out their army of you know fake fact checkers to call everyone conspiracy theorists. This is from Reuters just days ago. Look at the quote. Despite repeated misinformation being shared online about the Great Reset, this sustainability plan proposed by the World Economic Forum is not a secret plot to end private property or create a totalitarian state. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's so much in her face. It's ridiculous. And, you know, this is the uh, you will own nothing and like it deal. You know, right. uh, you'll just uh, everybody will live say. so much better when they don't own anything. And. Yeah, they don't have any food or any place to sleep, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, kind of like our homeless in the park. You know, you'll you you, you don't care. You, you you'll be happy. Wow. So shut up. yeah, I downloaded that Klaus Schwab book. Uh, it's like five bucks on on Kindle. But you oh, know, you okay. got to study yeah. your enemy, right? Sure. Right. You got to read this stuff. You know, read uh, um, read the uh, Cloward and Piven strategy Klaus Schwab book. Is a creepy dude. He's very creepy. He's dude. a there's, creepy dude. There's a few creepy dudes. Well, and out these there, guys, all this elitist getting together for us. It's all for us because yeah. they're so benevolent and they just love us like good little, yeah. you know, animals that need yeah. to be trained and they know it's best taken for care us. of, right? Because we 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 can't know that. Does that kind of sound like what's going on here locally. They know yeah. it's best for That's us. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. why I played this is because this is exactly what we're dealing I'm on a local scale. I'm the only scale. one that knows what is good for all of you out there. Yeah, it's I like am the, king. Uh, yeah, and you will do as you're told. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter uh, what you say. Uh, we're the guys that are in charge. You elected us, uh, and so from now on, you know, uh, it doesn't matter. You know, if we get uh, you know contributions from the Dominion Modic machines, even though uh, you know <laughs> we keep renewing the guys that we're you know are pretty sure are cheating. <laughs> and it doesn't matter where we get our money and what strings are attached, because so what if you guys have to you know do without or get hurt over it. We hey, needed part, that it's money. It's part of the thing. It's how yeah, we survive. You, we yeah. have to, we have take to take the money the and do all the restrictions because they told us to. There's yeah. no law, but you know, we it has to be done because it's the only way we're going to survive. We couldn't survive on, I don't know, like a free market capital, uh, you know, uh, type of a system where everybody, right. you know, uh, keeps their own money and. and yeah, then, but you go back to it's not even law. It's not a law. No. No. Why? I don't know. Yeah. And then my favorite one in there too is the carrot and the stick. Yeah. What carrot? It's like oh, so they don't like the carrot. You give them the stick. Yeah. You Can know. You what, what are you talking about? That sounds like Cascade Theater. Carrot and stick. Yeah. 
If you're know. good, you get a carrot. If you're not, I'm going to take a stick to you. I don't know. <laughs> we, I guess we could go out with the Omnicron thing, but or we could save yeah. it to next week. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we only got 13 no, seconds. I guess me. we're going to have to no, save thanks it. Thanks for coming know. in. Yeah. We appreciate it. Like to have you back in the future when you got more updates. Yep. And again, uh, it'll be after the recall, so we yeah. may have a lot to Everybody talk about keep after your that. Fingers crossed that the you know the recall happens because. Uh, it's going to be ugly one way or the other, but it's going to get even worse if the yep. recall doesn't go through. And yep. uh, anyway, it we're at the begun. end. It's uh, government is not reason, it is not eloquence, it is force, and force like fire is a dangerous servant and a fearful master. And we'll see uh, you, you next week. To the Sovereign Mind uh, podcast. Yep. All right. Tell Thanks for coming you. in, Rich. And thank you. All right. Have a good day. <laughs>